1993, singer Tina Turner sang a song that says, What's love got to do with it? Brothers and sisters, friends, I tell you today, love has everything to do with it. Pardon me, Miss Turner, but I believe according to the word of God in John 3, 16, that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. That is telling me and that is telling you, for God so loved you, for God so loved me, that he gave up something. He gave us Jesus Christ, that same Jesus that over 2,000 years ago gave up his life for us. And, and, and it's written in the scriptures, oh, what great love the Father has for us, that he gave us his beloved, the only begotten of God, full of grace and truth. So I believe today that there's nothing about the love of God that we have not found even in our environment and even in our lives today, that we are not experiencing the love of God at some level or the other. So we continue to look at pursued by the heart of God, pursued by the love of God. Oh, what love the Father has for us. And there's a songwriter, there's a song that says, it's, a, it's an old him and it says the love of it's called the love of God and it sounds there's a stanza that says the love of God so rich so pure it's measureless and strong it shall forever more endure and guess what brothers and sisters it's the saints and the angels song last time we spoke about crisis and we continue to look at crisis because we are in a crisis at this time and there are so many challenges that we have and we had looked at depression how depression can be resulted at this time despair and despondency and suicidal thoughts fears anxieties frustration and anger feelings of overwhelming overwhelming um um, like you're not knowing, not knowing what to do with what is going on and changes from day to day, feeling vulnerable, feeling like you have to wait on a system or wait on, 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 on the government and wait on, on your, your employer, whether they're going to be able to accommodate you and all of these different things put us in a vulnerable state, feeling trapped and restrained. All of these are the result of this crisis that we are experiencing right now. These dark times where we, we cannot see ahead because there are so many um, uncertainties around us. But the one thing that we know for sure is that we can depend, we can rely on the love of God. We could rest in the love of God. We could hold fast to the love of God because like, like, like um, it says in, in John 3.16, God so loves us. This so love us is an extension of just not just love, but it's 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 strong. It has strength. It has power. It has stability. It has security. You could rest in it even in these dark moments. Um, the crisis that we experience is debilitating. You feel weakened and like um, not being able to maneuver and to do the things that you would have done normally. And like you're more dependent on what 
is going on around them or they're dependent on your environment and it's like your dependency has been taken away from you your ability to be independent i should say has been taken away from you and all of these are the result of the crisis so now how do we um cause this crisis now to become something that works in our favor um we are in a place right now where it's a good time to look at our gifts and our talents look at this the things that we have always wanted to do dreams and aspirations that we have had um i see people send um a lot of um things that they come up with on whether it's through whatsapp or whatever you see people doing all of these things and these using their creative ability and their imaginations to come up with this stuff and you look at this stuff and you're like oh my goodness um what is this person thinking and some of them are like really good it's like you're like you know i never thought about that before and it just shows that even now some of them are funny you you know you could laugh right now at some of the things that people are sending on and some of them are really sad um you know but all of them shows some form of creative creativity and therefore in this time we could actually capitalize on this crisis by utilizing or by tapping into our potential what is it that how can we utilize this crisis to empower ourselves empower our potential what is it that is in my hand what is it that i have a passion for how can i now take these fears and these anxieties and all of these things that are holding me hostage how can i now um regurgitate these things into something that is positive for me because you, you we are trapped in these thoughts of insecurities and fears and anxiety and frustration they like hold you hold us hostage it's like what how do i move from this place of hostility and 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 being held in in my mind and with with my limitations right now how can i now utilize this limitation now to move into a place where i am empowered where i i could rise up and they you know it is written about the eagle that the eagle finds rest in the storm that the eagle actually looks forward to storms and it just glides through the storm and it's in the center of the storm and you think about it this is the only bird on the planet that rides that is that looks forward to a storm and so we could see ourselves now as eagles and the mind is a powerful thing the mind can keep us in bondage and the mind can cause us to move out of bondage it's all dependent on how we view what is happening to us right now how are we seeing it what lens are we using to look through this crisis that we are experiencing how do we move from a place of despondency and despair and frustration and anger and suicidal thoughts and all kind of, uh, of feelings of weakness and restraint and feeling trapped how can we move from all of these negative things that are there and they're real 
they're real and they could be rationalized and reason out that, yes, I have a reason to feel this way. I have a reason to think this way. However, there's also a reality of who we are and the abilities that we've been given that cause us to be exceptional, that cause us to be um, phenomenon, that cause us to be strong. And even not, not only that, but each and every one of us has been given certain potential, certain abilities, certain skills, certain ways of thinking. Um, some, even from the things that you see where people sending out these, these, um, these things from WhatsApp or wherever they're sending them from or on YouTube, whatever, all of these things are coming from a creative mind, but the mind can be used for good or it can be used for evil. And right now that we're in this place where we have to now stop, we're, we're faced with this big old stop and we now have to stop. And now we have to move from this place and we have to look for the future because things are going to change. We are going to have to go back into uh, regularly moving through life. And, and, and once this crisis has, has subsided, we have to move into something else. So if at this time, if we could put ourselves to a place to, to begin to build our self-esteem, to be able to build the natural parts of us that have been buried because some, so many times we're in jobs that we don't even like. We have things that we think about ourselves that we don't even like. We have things that we do that we don't even like. Sometimes we have addictions that we are, are, have been struggling with and now it's a time where we could actually get the help that we need. We could actually have the time to not support that habit by, 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 by getting the help or by solving it, or whether, whether it's through receiving um, help through counseling or whatever the help is that we could get now, a time to slow down, a time to, to seek the face of God um, while in this storm. You know, storms can be something, this, this storming in the, the crisis that we're in and the, the distresses that, that's happening, it's kind of like a storm. Um, storms can be good in the sense that we can now utilize the situations around us to actually build ourselves, to actually become um, what we always wanted to be, who we always see ourselves as. And so many times because of what everything is so busy around us, we don't have the time to do anything that we want to do concerning ourselves, concerning um, the things that will be, we want that will make us more like our creator, more like God. Because the scripture tells us that we were created in the image of God. We're called Imago Dei, the image bearers of God. And we look at God and God is awesome. God is the planet and the human body. I mean, who can understand the human body to its totality? That's the creative power of God. And God has given us humans a portion of that creative ability. But, but sometimes when we have been raised a certain way or taught certain things or told certain things, we become that instead of who we truly are. So I believe that we could utilize <clears throat> this situation right now. We could utilize this crisis to become who we truly are, who we see ourselves as, not what someone tells us that we are, not what our parents say or family or friends or even the society tell us that we are, 
who do we who are we who does god say that we are because his words tell us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made he knit us together in our mother's womb i mean have you ever seen somebody knitting knitting it is something that is so powerful and it, and it's it's time consuming and it's done in a way that it's it's very uh precise so we are not an accident we're not just somebody or something that was thrown together we were fearfully and wonderfully made by our god by our creator so in this crisis we could change this crisis to be a time of empowerment and to be a time of maximizing our potential i've seen people making um face masks from all kinds of things um people are figuring out how to move through life even faced in these situations and therefore if we begin to focus our minds on how to move through this crisis in a way that we're maximizing ourselves and our potentials and utilizing the things that we have always wanted to do and to be become um if it's if it's to go online and to do some research about um what is it that you're thinking about it could be just reading a book it could be just touching base with other people that you know have been doing um something that is it that you you've desired to do and be i mean there's so many ways to get to this place now and you we have the time now to do it there's some people that may still be um busy with work and stuff like that but that's there's still time to take a time and to reexamine and realign ourselves now so that when we move through this crisis and we're back to more um normal setting then we're not going back to something that is miserable we're not going back to something that um doesn't profit or doesn't benefit our lives and our children's lives um we're actually glorifying god with what we are doing so many times we lose sight of the fact that the things that we do with our hands and our thoughts all of it is meant to glorify god every last piece of it is meant to glorify god if it is um being a, a dishwasher at a restaurant it is to glorify god if it's being um a doctor it is to glorify god if it's being a lawyer it's be, it's glorify god if it's a a preacher or or a counselor or a teacher whatever form it takes whether even if it's a farmer if it's your if you're a house um if you're a, a homemaker it's still to glorify god all of our lives is meant to glorify god every last bit of our lives is meant to glorify god it is not for us to be in a place where we see ourselves and we are trapped and we look at other people and we see them living and doing certain things that we always wanted to do but we are trapped within ourselves because our mindset and the things that we have heard in our past and we begin to believe and we begin to buy a bunch of lies that tells us that we can't do this and we cannot be this we 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 cannot you can't be a speaker because you're not well taught you haven't gone to college or or you can't be um be a a a decorator because you never went to to design school or whatever it is we are told also that we also been rejected we experience rejection rejection is so strong when it comes to us maximizing our potential and utilizing um the power of god to cause our lives to be better 
Rejection literally sucks the life out of us because we are continue to measure what people say about us compared to what God says about us. What God says about us is more powerful. It's more tangible. It's more, it's stronger. It is more real than what people say about us. But we have a tendency to always want to be signed off by people and another human because we are humans and we live in communities and we live in relationships and we have, uh, we, we hear each other and we, we're looking for each others to, to compliment each other or to sign off on each other. But I tell you today, be satisfied with God signing off on you, because if God signs off on you, it is because you are glorifying him with your gifts, with your talents, with the things that you are doing, the way you're speaking, the way you're conducting yourself. It is because he is satisfied. If he's satisfied with you, everything else is secondary. People are important. People do matter, but they should not matter to you more than God. What they think about you shouldn't be more than what God thinks about you. And the only way that you could find out what God thinks about you is by going to his word. It's by reading his word. It's by understanding what he's saying about you, how fearfully and wonderfully you're made, that you are a peculiar people, that you are a holy nation, that you are a royal priesthood, that you are a special treasured possession. God says, God says so much awesome and wonderful things about us. So in this time of crisis, in this time of uncertainty, in this time of financial upheaval and emotional bankruptcy and all of the what ifs and the, the things that are holding us hostage, we can break loose from these mindsets and these thought patterns where we begin to think about what God thinks about us. What has he given me when he was about to take the children of Israel out of Egypt after 400 years of slavery? You could call that 400 years, years of darkness, 400 years of crisis. The children of Israel in Egypt were in 400 years of being depraved, of being looked down upon, of being subjected to, to, to not having freedom to do anything that they wanted to do. And the Egyptians used their gifts and their talents to build their great cities and their great walls and all of those things. But God had determined that he was going to free the children of Israel and he was going to use Moses. And when God appeared to Moses and one of the things that he asked Moses was, what is in your hand? In Exodus 4, what is in your hand? The Lord said to him, I said to you, and, and what he said was, he said, a staff, a piece of stick that they used to keep the ship, the, the sheeps in line from straying. A piece of stick. And the Lord utilized through his own power, what Moses had in his hand. And I'm saying to you today, what is in your hand? Is it the ability to, to bake cakes and cookies? Is it the ability to decorate? Is it the ability to, to, to um, be a, a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is? What is in your hand? What is it around us that you could create that you, you, you know that is going to be needed? Especially right now. Our lives are going to be changed after this. Our lives are already changed. What is it that is going to be the demand, the economic demand? 
What is it that people are going to need going forward? And it might be right in your lap, right in your hand. The storm that we're in, the, this crisis that we're in, this travail and this darkness that we're in, it can be for good. It's how we think on it. What is it that we are saying about ourselves? How can we outlast this season and make it through these dark moments? There's a songwriter that says, Have I told you lately that I love you? Have you looked around and seen the love of God lately? Have you seen how he has kept you in your right mind? Have you seen how he is providing for you? Have you seen how even though things are crazy, it's like an edge around you and nothing is penetrating it. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you lately how much I think of you? The scripture tells us that the thoughts toward the Lord's thoughts towards us are many. And they're for good and they're not for evil. They are to give us a future, a hope, and an expected end. It's to bring us up and to bring us out. God has thoughts towards us, ladies and gentlemen. God has thoughts towards us, brothers and sisters. God has thoughts towards us, and they are for good. They're not for evil. And sometimes when we're in these crises, we begin to blame God. And Lord, why didn't you do this? And why so many people suffering? And why so many people dying? And why so many things happening? And what is going to happen after this? But oh, the love of God. It reaches into the highest heights. And it goes into the lowest depths. God's love can reach you anytime any moment, any second. His love is tangible. It pursues you. It tells you that I got you. It tells you that I'll never let you fall. It tells you that I will see you through. It tells you that you are safe with me. It tells you that I will keep you. It tells you that I will preserve you. It tells you that I will keep your mind in perfect peace. It tells you that my love for you will never lose its power. It tells you that nothing will separate you from his love. But what is our response? Because God could tell us he loves us. He show us he loves us. He, he demonstrate his love for us. But sometimes we can miss the love of God and miss the goodness and the, the, the peace that he gives because we do not receive it. We do not open up our hearts to receive his love because we are more easier and likely to accept what someone, other humans, human says about us and what they think about us and how they feel about us instead of receiving God's love that he gives to us every day. Um, the psalmist, um, um, in, not the psalmist, Jeremiah says, your mercies are new every day. 
Every day, great is your faithfulness. Every day, the mercies of God are new. The grace of God, Jesus Christ, our King, our Lord, gave everything for us. Can you imagine being beaten, being spat upon, spearing the side, being called the bastard, called the chief of demons, Beelzebub? Can you imagine? And you are God? And he says, I'll do this for Juliet. I'll do this for you. I'll give myself up for you because I love you. Have I told you lately that I love you? The love of God is real. It is the only thing that will keep us in these days. It is the only thing that we can grab a hold to that will keep our minds from going into directions that cause anxieties and fears and depression, despondency, despair, cause us to feel frustrated and anger and restrained and trapped. The only thing that frees us is the love of God. The only thing that will carry us through these days is the love of God. So listen, don't let nobody tell you that God do not love you. Don't let nobody, whether they're church members or pastors or whoever, don't let nobody tell you that you are not special and that you're not a, a, a treasure before God. No matter where you've been, no matter what you do, God loves you. Because it is very clear in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave is only begotten son that whosoever believe on him will not perish, will not suffer persecution, will not suffer eternal damnation, will not suffer desolation and disparity. Whoever believe on Jesus Christ will have life, eternal life, everlasting life, a life that is filled with peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. We have a hope, we have future, we have expectation because of Jesus Christ, because of his love. He is called the beloved of God, full of grace and truth. Oh, what love. Oh, what love the Father has for us. Listen, love covers, love protects, love perseveres. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love is kind. Love is patient. Love is faithful. Oh, sovereign God. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Oh, what love. Oh, what love. Oh, what love. Oh, what love the Father has for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. So yes, things are difficult. Yes, things are challenging. Yes, it seems so, so crazy around us right now. But the only thing that guarantees peace, that guarantees joy, that guarantees strength, that guarantees stability is faith in Jesus Christ. Put your faith, your trust, your hope, your everything in Jesus Christ. Call, declare him to be Lord of your life. 
call upon his name. He will answer you. When, you're, when, you, when you feel like everything is falling apart around you in this crisis. When you feel like your heart is getting heavy and, and things are feeling out of whack. Call upon the name of Jesus. And there's sometimes you think, well, I have to pray this way. I have to pray that way. Listen, the heart that you speak to the Lord with is good enough. You just pray from your heart. You just speak to him from your heart. Sometimes it's as simple as, Lord, help me. Jesus, I need you right now. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. Hallelujah. So I, I, I come today to tell you that the love of God will never change. It is strong, it is powerful, and it is here for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your love. I thank you for every person in the reach of my voice are experiencing your love in a supernatural way. Father, I pray for the transformation of your love will be able to be experienced in the lives of all who will hear this in the mighty name of Jesus. Let love covers, let love permeate, let love consume the hearts and the minds, Father, and everything that is holding the minds hostage. Father, I ask you in the mighty name of Jesus for a total and complete release. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I thank you and I bless you in Jesus' holy and mighty name. Until next time, brothers and sisters, I give God thanks and praise for you. Be blessed. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name.